Welcome to the Birth Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Congdon, owner of a thriving birth and postpartum doula agency. In this podcast, I'll be giving you actionable tools and strategies on things like marketing, networking, social media, branding, growth strategy, and the steps to building a business that has optimal scalability. I'll be sharing my personal journey, talking about mistakes I've made and how I've turned them around into big wins. Whether you realize it or not, you're a business owner starting your journey as a small but mighty entrepreneur. If you want to be a birth boss, you're in the right place. Hey, hey, welcome to the Birth Boss Podcast. My name is Jody Congdon. I am your host. And today's episode is going to give you some tips and tricks on how to kick ass when you are interviewing with prospective clients. And I just kind of wanted to, this is one of my favorite quotes. I do love myself and Eleanor Roosevelt quote every now and then. But she said, I am who I am today because of the choices I made yesterday. And I know we often just move through the days and the weeks and, you know, we don't always stop to be intentional about choices we make, you know, thinking about what we do today impacts tomorrow. But when we talk about interviewing, clearly, you know, the decisions that you're making when you're meeting these clients obviously impact, you know, your business for the upcoming months, you know, how many clients you're going to have, are you going to have enough clients, you know, to make the amount of money that you want to keep yourself busy. And just obviously the type of clientele that you want in your business. Um, so being very intentional about those choices really does matter and make an impact on the future. So how do you get a lot of yeses when you're interviewing clients? So the first thing I want to touch upon is what I call the three E's. And they're kind of the foundation of how I would describe, you know, the care that I provide for clients or, you know, the services, the classes, the products, you know, everything that has to do with hip to heart, which is my birth and postpartum doula agency. But also when I'm educating birth professionals, I still keep these three words, these three E's in mind. So empower, enrich, and educate. Those are the words that I love to use when I'm talking about the mission of my business or when I'm really trying to give someone, you know, a picture of what it is to have a birth doula or a postpartum doula or any type of perinatal care. So education, you know, is kind of the obvious one. You know, one of the the big things that we do for our clients is to educate them about all of their choices and every option out there. And, you know, for a postpartum doula, newborn care education and postpartum preparation and, you know, postpartum healing and mental and emotional health. And, you know, we want to teach them everything under the sun, A to Z, and we try. Um, but that's a huge part of it is, is educating our clients and also, you know, through our networking and marketing, educating the general public just about the benefits of doula care or 
placenta encapsulation or taking a childbirth education class. You know, everything that we do as a perinatal professional, really highlighting, you know, why we do it and, and how it benefits our families, our clients, the community, other professionals. So the education piece is, is a big one. Enrich, you know, we want to enrich the experiences of our clients and we want to make those experiences the very best they can be. And, and, and we do that by educating, right? We do that by empowering and also enriching the businesses of, you know, other practitioners in the area that we choose to network with and collaborate with. And in return, they're enriching our business. They're enriching, you know, the experiences that our clients are having by making it, you know, more comprehensive care. And empowerment, you know, fostering confidence to our clients so they can learn how to make good decisions. And, you know, I'm not going to go full on into BRAIN, which is the acronym that a lot of us use when we are making decisions, but empowering them to just be the best parents they can be, you know, make good decisions, advocate for themselves, speak up when they need to. So empower, enrich, and educate are my three E's. And that's something that I always talk about in an interview. And clients or potential clients are, are really wowed by that because those three words truly encompass everything that they're looking for from you as a professional. Also, when you describe what you do. So I find sometimes that when you are on an interview with someone, they, they know the, the basic framework of, of care, but they're not a hundred percent sure how it might specifically benefit them. So when I describe what I do, you know, and, and I call it an elevator vision, not an elevator speech. I'm very descriptive about the care that I provide, but I make sure that I'm painting this picture of me and them so they can really visualize what it's going to look like, you know, with me in their house or me at the hospital with them or, you know, whatever service I'm providing or, or whatever care I'm providing. I want to make sure that they can picture themselves in the room, me in the room, the baby, if they have a dog. And I find all that information out ahead of time. And, and we'll talk about kind of what that looks like. But if they have a dog, if they have other kids, you know, I make sure to include that in my elevator vision, in my description, so they really can see what it's going to look like, the entire picture with their whole family, everyone included. And plus, I think that they're appreciative that I did my research, right? And, and I, I remembered the other parts, you know, of their life that are important. So another thing that's really important is to always tell the truth. Do not fib. Do not fabricate. Do not add a year or two to how long you've been doing this. You just never know who that person knows, who they talk to, who, you know, might have recommended you or referred you or whatever. So be a hundred percent truthful all of the time. You never, ever, ever want to be caught in a lie. Um, that is really hard to dig your way out of and nobody likes a liar. So just as a rule of thumb, I always tell the truth. 
be a great listener during the interview. You know, one of the things that you should pride yourself on as someone in the perinatal community, you know, who cares for new families or, or pregnant people is that you're an excellent listener. Counseling is a huge part of what we do and more important, you know, than the talking piece for us is the listening piece. Just a lot of clients need a, a listening ear and they have a lot to say and they have huge feelings and emotions and you know, as a birth professional, we get it, right? Especially, you know, if it was a previous birth experience that didn't go the way they wanted to, you know, in telling other people, those people might not be empathetic. They might say, oh, what does it really matter? You know, you're holding a beautiful baby and we've all heard people say that to a client and, you know, it just pulls at your heartstrings because we know why it matters to them, but the general public might not. So, just having that professional, experienced ear is huge. So, and that starts at the interview. So make sure that you're being an incredible listener. Never put down any other colleagues, any other, you know, any hospitals. Really don't speak negatively or of anyone or anything. It just doesn't look good. You know, it, it definitely doesn't look good. You also don't know if you know, the pediatrician that you've had some bad experiences with, you know, with other clients is their sister-in-law. Like, yeah, you would never know that, right? And you never want to be caught up in that. It's embarrassing and it's just petty. So if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I think we learned that in preschool and that applies literally to the rest of your life. So you never want to talk negatively about anyone else. Also, don't use too many too much birthy jargon, too many, you know, words that we would understand, you know, your your prospective client might have no idea. You know, something like rupturing membranes, you know, your water breaks, right? That's that's the 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 wording that they're going to hear, they're going to want you to use because there's nothing worse than when someone's talking to you and you're nodding your head, but you have really have no idea what they're saying, especially in a situation like this. We want everything that we're talking about to be crystal clear so they understand and then can, you know, act accordingly or make decisions accordingly. So not too much, not too much birthy jargon. Whenever I have a prospective client, whether they you know, someone referred us or they, you know, just stumbled upon my website or Googled or whatever. When they are making their appointment to connect with me so we can consult about, you know, what their needs are, it asks them a series of questions. It's just a short intake form, but it's really helpful for me because if anything out of the ordinary, you know, let's say a client, you know, had cholestasis with the first or possibly, you know, it's late, a little later in the game and, and and they know they already have it. If you don't know what it is or how it's going to impact labor or impact pregnancy, do your research, right? Anything you don't know or don't understand, look it up. Ask other birth professionals because you want to go into the interview fully prepared for any discussions they want to have. When they say that uh, their 40-week due date is so-and-so, but they're probably going to be delivering, you know, at 37, 
you want to know why, right? So you need to do your research at a time. You don't want to sit there and and have this look on your face like, you know, you're nodding your head, but you don't understand, kind of like what happens when you use too many big birthy words. And then your client, you know, nods, but you can tell that they're unsure of what you mean. So you want to make sure if they talk about any conditions they have, any experiences they've had, even any, you know, religious traditions or special holidays or, you know, food allergies, whatever it is, do your research. Make sure you know the details so that way you can have an intelligent discussion with them and they feel comfortable that you're going to be, you know, able to take on, you know, what they need you to do. And that that I feel like goes such a long way. And I mentioned this before, but when that prospective client you know, sees that you took the time to make sure that you knew everything that they possibly might need, it definitely goes a long way. Even remembering the dog's name, you know, their kids' names, whatever, those details are important. And not to everyone, right? Not everyone pays, you know, attention to the details, but you want to be prepared regardless. Always assume that that they're they're gonna care about those things. It's always nice also to have an idea of what you're going to say when they ask you, you know, why are you an amazing doula? What makes your childbirth education class better than other ones? Be prepared to highlight, you know, all the amazing things about yourself. And it's hard. It's hard to to talk about yourself. You know, we never want to brag. We never want to say, you know, I'm amazing because blah, blah, blah. But this is the time to do that. When you're interviewing with a prospective client, say all the amazing things about the care you provide, about the classes you've taken, about what your colleagues say about you, what other clients say about you. You know, it's it's such a nice thing for a prospective client to read a testimonial or, you know, get some personal, you know, feedback from someone who's used your services. But if they haven't looked, and obviously that person is not there to, you know, say those things, you can say, you know, my previous clients have said, you know, blah, 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 or, you know, my my clients always tell me blah, blah, blah. Other doulas, you know, love working with me because blah, blah, blah. And even though it's not, you know, like a direct quote or, you know, a testimonial, it's it means a lot because the things that you're saying that other people say about you most likely are the outcomes that these prospective clients want to have. And that's why they're looking for care. That's why they're looking to hire you. So saying, you know, my clients say or my colleagues say is totally okay. You want to highlight the things that people are saying about you, you know, how they describe their interactions with you. And of course, you can give additional references that they can call directly, but you're just kind of giving them a taste or giving them an idea of of how other people, you know, view you and the care you provide. Also, always close on a positive note. Always wrap up with something positive to say, you know, they're, you're looking forward to the possibility of working with them. You know, you had a lovely time. Whatever you want to say, just make sure it's not just, okay, let me know if you have any more questions. You know, really wrap it up nicely so they leave thinking, wow, that 10, 20, 30, 40 minutes or whatever 
was really great. They really, they leave enjoying the time that they spent with you. If they enjoyed the interview process, most likely they're going to be looking forward to and thoroughly enjoy the time that you're actually working with them. So make sure you end your interview on a positive note. If you have anything to leave with them, any further information, make sure that while you're wrapping up, you, you know, you want to make sure that they have that in hand. I personally don't bring, you know, things like contracts to an interview. I just don't love, you know, the way it looks when you just take out your contract and you're like, here, I have it ready for you. I like to make sure clients have time to sit and think and discuss. And I also need time to think, you know, and discuss. Not every client is the right one for me. So even though we often think interviews are for clients to, you know, meet us and decide if they want to work with us, it's the other way around too. We meet them. We decide if we want to work with them. Not every client is the perfect client for us. And I take clients, you know, a lot of times that aren't the perfect client for me, but there have most definitely been times where I've interviewed with someone and there have just been, you know, red flags for me, things I didn't love. And then, you know, when I think about us working together, something doesn't sit right with me. So you definitely are, you know, on the other side of the interview for the most part, but it's very important that you feel that connection. Even with my agency, when I have clients connect with our doulas, I always make sure after that meeting, I connect with the doula first, right? I don't want to connect with the client first and they say, oh, I loved her. And then I say, okay, great. Let me send the contract right over. What if the doula didn't feel the same way? That happens. And I want to make sure that they feel 100% confident that it's a good fit for them before I check in with the client. So it really, really matters that you feel the connection too and you want to work with them. Nothing worse than not looking forward to, you know, seeing a client or spending time with a client because they don't treat you right or, you know, something that you saw or felt during the interview, you ignored and you still, you know, pursued it. And now it's just something that you dread. It's happened to all of us. In the beginning, it is a little more difficult to say no and to to kind of, you know, foresee how things are going to go because you're new. In the beginning, I definitely said yes to every single solitary piece of business because I wanted to stay busy. I needed the money. I wanted the experience. And looking back on the clients that I, I didn't love working for, it was very obvious why I didn't see it then, or maybe I just didn't want to see it because I wanted to say yes. Um, but now I'm just much more intentional about who I work with, you know, picky, you know, for a lack of better words. But, you know, I value my time and the care that I provide and my emotional and mental energy enough to not put that on the line just to say yes to a client, just to have one more client like on my list, have a little more revenue coming in. It is not worth it. So just to recap, things that you should keep in mind so you can kick ass and get a lot of yeses. Be very descriptive when you are giving your elevator vision all the benefits of working with not just a doula or, you know, a sleep consultant or a newborn care specialist, but you personally. Why do they need you 
why is it only going to look this amazing if you are in the picture? So be very descriptive, paint a picture so they can visualize it as well. Remember your three E's, empower, enrich, and educate. Always tell the truth. Be a super good listener. Never put down any other colleagues or birth professionals or practitioners or even hospitals or any other organization. You want to always stay positive. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Choose your words wisely, not too much uh, birthy jargon. Research anything you need to be 100% prepared. And I guess you can't ever be 100% prepared, but anything that you think is important or pertinent information, make sure you look it up, do your research, be very well-versed in it. And always close on a positive note. Make sure that the last interaction they have with you at that time makes them feel over the moon, excited about the possibility of working with you. And learn how to highlight all of the things that make you amazing. I know that's the most difficult part. It's the part that we don't like, that we're embarrassed about, but you need it. You need to make that client see, again, just how amazing you are, but why you are the only person that is going to give them the experience that they want. So all those things together might seem like a long list of, you know, things to check off when you interview. As you get more and more interviews, you know, under your belt, these things will become much more natural, much easier to think about. And, you know, these things will just start to come out of your mouth. You're not going to have to think about, okay, I need to be a good listener. I need to tell the truth. I need to, you know, close on a positive note. It's not going to be like that. It, it, it might seem overwhelming when you're listening to me now, when you're like, there's so much to do. But I promise you, if you just get comfortable with these few tips, you really will start getting so many more yeses I hope you never get a no unless you want to know. And you just start to love the interview process. I didn't love it always, but I love it now. I love the chance to get to know someone, hear their story, you know, see if their needs match, you know, my care and my services. And of course, you know, you can always find something in common with someone and then you have those connection points. And especially if you're, you know, a birth professional somewhere, you know, 25 to 40, most likely your clients will be in the same age bracket and you'll have other things, you know, to connect on. So I hope this was helpful. You guys know you can always reach me. I'm Jody at J-O-D-I at hiptoheart.com. I am hip to heart on Facebook and on Instagram. And I would love for you, if you're not already a member, to join my business for birth and postpartum professionals on Facebook. Search it, click to join, and then you can be part of that amazing group where we talk about all of the things that we talk about in the podcast, you know, on a regular basis. And the beauty of something like that is, and I love my Facebook group, is that you're not only getting my opinion, you know, my expertise, you're getting so many other amazing birth professionals giving you ideas and tips and tricks and feedback. And it's such an incredible community. I love it. So that is Business for Birth and Postpartum Professionals on Facebook. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you for hanging with me. 
But don't worry, the awesome does not end here. You can follow me on Instagram at hip to heart and join my Facebook group, Business for Birth Professionals, a group I created that focuses solely on the business side of birth and postpartum care. Stick with me so we can hold hands as you start your journey to becoming a birth boss.